Very important day coming up. And it is still now, so it's already the night of Asarab Tibet. An important fast. We know that we have Yom Kippur, it's a Torah fast, but we have also the four rabbinical fasts as Asarab Tibet. That's the one that the Babylonian king in the first temple laid siege to the temple, Tibet Magdash, the Bukhadnezar. And that was the beginning of the trouble. As we know that in Shabbat Sabbath Tammuz, two and a half years later, they broke the wall, got into the city, and then three weeks later, Shabbat the temple was destroyed. And there's a fourth fast, Som Gedaliah, that's after Rosh Hashanah usually. And that's when, when they destroyed the first temple, the Babylonians, Nebuchadnezzar left, Nebuchadnezzar, his general left, he left, at least uh, some people still left in the country under the leadership of Gedaliah ben Ahikam, the big tzaddik. But when he was killed, he was murdered by some, by Yishma'a ben Netanyah. whole story in, uh, mentioned in Sefer Yirmiyahu and the prophets. He was murdered. Once he was murdered, so the last sparks were put out and that was like the end of, the, that was, became the full exile. So those four fasts have to do with the temple Rabbinical fast. Of course, we have Tanit Esther. That's a separate kind of fast. That's a happy fast. That's also rabbinical, but it's, it's more of a happiness that well, it's, it's a remembrance for the fast that they fasted when they went to battle against Amalek in the time of, of, of Haman, Hashverosh. And you have to fast that also, but the four of them have to go to the temple. And Harambam tells us that he gives us an idea what's behind the fast. Well, you know, we fast, we fast, but if we're missing the point of a fast, it's not the same as when you know what's behind the fast. You have here, Harambam writes in al Ta'anit, chapter 3, and chapter chapter, chapter 5. I'll, I'm, translating, I'm translating Harambam. I'm translating translation. There are there, there, are, there, are, there, are, there are days... That all Amisel fast upon on them because of the troubles that took place in those of those days. And here he says, for what reason? Kedeh. Right away he puts forth. In order to awaken the hearts, to open the ways of Teshuvah, the ways of repentance. And that it should be this should be a remembrance for our, our evil deeds and our forefathers' evil deeds that were like our deeds now that caused them and us those troubles. It's an amazing language, Rambam. He puts us in there also. What's the point? Very possible because he's saying, we know that Hazal tell us that any generation that the temple is not, is not rebuilt in his generation, it's as if it was destroyed in his generation. Which means... If we didn't rectify the problem that brought the temple down, it's as if we ourselves are bringing down the temple. Had we been better, it would have been built. And then he lists off the days. Those four fists. 
Now, we see right away that there's a point in the fast. The prophet Yeshayah Hanavi, when he's talking about fasting, he says, is that the way Hashem chooses a fast? It's just to afflict a person? Is that what it's all about? He wants to open the ways of Teshubah, to open up a, a beam of light in a person's life to get somewhere. And the truth is, how does that work? In the Sefer Kutehalachot, which happens to be his Yorzeit tonight, Rabbi Natan from Breslov, his Yorzeit tonight, he writes over there that a fast, we know, it's like the Ora Haim HaKadosh says, it's like a seesaw, the body and the soul, it's like a seesaw. The person eats, or overeats, the more person eats, he fills the body, so then the spiritual can go down, unless he eats really what he needs to serve Hashem, of course, that's a mitzvah. But overeating and getting lax because of it, getting tired and lazy, he comes to pray. The Gemara Berachot says, person does not eat before you pray in the morning because why? He fills up his belly and then he comes to pray. He can't even pray. He wants to bend down. But, oh, it's a different, different world. When a person is a little bit hungry, in Kippur, suddenly the prayer becomes more of a prayer because it's a seesaw. The more the over, overeating comes in, spirituality can go down. But the less the food comes in, the Gemara says, it says, Midrash tells us, Midrash, it's brought down in Ketubot. It brings down in Tosfot, brings down in the end of the Masechet from Tanah Eliyahu. It says, Until a person prays, before you pray, that Torah should enter into your insides. You should pray that food and drink should not enter your insides. Now, it doesn't mean to fast. You have to eat, otherwise you have to live. But it means not to overtake, not to overtake, over-intake what you don't really need because that takes down the spirituality. Says Lukutei Halachot that a person want to fast. What's the fast about? When we had a Beit HaMagadash, we had for the clear Munah, we had prophets Telling us what Hashem says. They spoke to, Hashem spoke to them. Told them what to do. Told the people. We had a clear message. We had emunah. There was clarity. And when the temple was destroyed, the da'a, the knowledge, the clarity of understanding Hashem's will became blurry. And we don't have those prophets anymore. We used to have korbanot in the temple, sacrifices on the altar, which gave a person purity of soul. He became clean from his sin. We don't have that today. We have it in different, different, have different, different kind of ways. We tried to replace it, but at temple time was, it was a much different period of time than we have today. So how do we get back to Imunah? So every once in a while, it worked out that Hashem made it for us that there's a fast day, like a time out. And Hashem said, you know what? I want you to skip a couple of meals. What's that going to do for me? I'll be tired. No. Suddenly you're going to realize that I'm still living. I'm still alive. Why? But I didn't eat today. Oh, so it's not the food that keeps me alive. It's the Debar Hashem in the food that keeps me alive. It's, it's what Hashem puts inside the food. As the Arizal explains the Pasuk. Lo al halechem lebado adam. It's not the bread that person lives on. It's what comes out from Hashem's mouth, which means Hashem's word that this should sustain us. That's why it helps to sustain us. 
If a person eats grass, it won't do him too much good. But a cow eats grass, it makes meat, it makes steaks. He has, he's equipped with the ability to digest and use the grass to its fullest. A human being, hard to live on grass. And I once met a Holocaust survivor. He sprayed Sitchu and he said, he had a number on his arm and he says, he ate grass 11 days, he told me. He couldn't even walk. He had to crawl. He had no meat on his body even. The grass didn't build meat. He was skin and bones. To understand that it's the Devat Hashem in the item that keeps us sustained through that item. So when the day of a fast comes, you start realizing, wait, it's not the food, it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Oh, so now Imunah, more Imunah comes back into a person on the day of a fast day. You come back to the purpose to know that Hashem runs this world. Hashem is everything. He's the one that does everything for us. There's nothing else in this world. It's really, really Hashem. And different, different, it's all, the, all different, different figures. <clears throat> we know also charity. It says, He gives Sadaqah on a fasting. The Gemara says, Agara de Ta'anita from, from the schar also, the reward of a fest is giving charity. You give charity, you think you're losing money. But meanwhile, you know really, if you have true belief, that you're bringing peace to this world. You're a peace man. You make people happy. You bring families joy. You bring the Shekhinah back into the world. Shalom means when there's peace, there's Hashem in the world. When there's Mahalokit, we know, takes away the Shekhinah from Am Yisrael. So through that, We're able to bring back the light of Emunah. When they had the Betamidash, they saw clearly but when there was a destruction, what did it do? When they went when they started making a blemish in Emunah, going against Hashem's prophets in the first temple. So the desire of food came in stronger. And therefore on a fast day, the brain gets sustenance through spiritual sustenance. And then the elements of a person's body get lowered. And the light of the spiritual light of a person and his clarity of mind start glowing. As it was a dark coal and you blew on it. You waved it. Wow, now you start seeing something else. And that fixes the exile. We know there's all kinds of exiles. There's exile, global exile, national, international, but also personal level. Each person has own exile. And each person needs to get back out of his exile. For example, there's, a, there's, there's fire of desire, but then there's fire of religion. A person is fired up in religion. He put out the fire of desire. For example, on Shabbat, we eat in Shabbat. It's mitzvah in Shabbat. It brings us back to Emunah again. Emunah, we hold a cup on Friday night. Hashem created this world. So on Shabbat, you make a you make a feast. 
And that holy food brings you back to Kiddushah. That's why, of course, you have to eat always with good, good intention to say blessings properly. And, you, and, and that brings the Munah also. When you finish the faith, say good beracha. Emunah that Hashem was this world. Faith chases away. When you have Emunah, it takes out all the trouble of this world. It takes away the mahlokit, the destruction, bad ideas. And that's what we mourn for the temple. But now, that's all a regular fast. To bring back the Emunah through a fast. The clarity of mind, through spiritualism. As opposed to physicality. But this fast in specific... Asara B'Tibet has another angle to it. It happens to be that Abu Dirham writes that had this fast fallen out on Shabbat, you would have to fast on Shabbat also. Whereas the Shabbi Ab, when it falls out on Shabbat, is pushed off to Sunday. It doesn't come out on Shabbat ever because the calendar works in such a way that it won't come out on Shabbat. On a Friday it comes out also. That's the only one that comes out on a Friday and they have to fast it. But Shabbat, it could, it, if it would come out, we have to fast it. Why? Because the Prophet Yahya was told by Hashem, write this actual day. Even if it comes on a Shabbat means. But there's another meaning. The Hatam Sofira says, very famous Derush, in Derush Zayn, Hodesh Adar. Derush Zayn Adar. He writes that every year in Shemaim is being discussed what will be with the Hurban this year. What will be with the Hurban, the destruction this year? Very powerful. So it's being, since it was the beginning of the destruction, the latest siege, it's, begin, it's being discussed on this day, Hashem is going to set down what will be with the destruction this year. Will there be changes, positive changes towards, or who knows? Which, which means a lot for all of us. It's an important day to take a few minutes, first of all, to pray well, learn Torah, do what you have to do, give charity. But also set aside time to think about Bet HaMikdash. To think about the global exile and your personal exile. What can I do better? Even in small, small ways. Take small things upon yourself. It's one thing. When the fest over, then you try to think of fixing one small thing to fix up. Each person in his own way. What he feels he has to fix something. Something small. That's a meaningful fast. Not just, you know, once the fest over. That's not the main question. The question is, did I fix something or did I think to fix something small in my life towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu? That will bring the rebuilding of the temple. That will help the cause in Shamayim tomorrow that the decree will be a good decree or be in our benefit globally, personal level and will have a beautiful future through this great uplift and this holy fast. Amen. Ich bin so weit.